0: The luckiest, the luckiest man, man. man. On, the on the face of the earth. earth. <laughs> a I can't be, I the a point. the a point. Ends his final game with a walk-off single! the drive to laugh. That one is long gone! Otani oh, and Trout were walking alone under branches lit up by the moon. Thinking about the time in the WBC as the days disappear all too soon. But they wandered much further today than they should And they started to cry when they remembered these words Help us if you can, we have to go Back to the Angels when the WBC is done It's a sad, sad truth that will go to last from number one Count all the losses in April Another postseason span on the couch Wish we could go back to the fun of the WBC.
1: Welcome to the long gone podcast. Is me, Michael, and with me, as always, S man. What up, Steve Ford? How's it going, man? It's going <laughs> good, man. What who sung that? What song? That's that?
0: that's uh, uh, Kenny Loggins Loggins and Messina did a uh, house at Pooh Corner, and then Kenny Loggins did return to Pooh Corner.
1: Pooh so, Corner,
0: uh, little Pooh Corner action right there,
1: bringing it out.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I figured it'd be a uh. Uh, A fitting start here for the two uh, faces of each team, Team USA and Team Japan. And now they have to go back to the lowly angels. The uh...
1: lowly (laughs) angels. So, man, (laughs) that WBC finale was really fucking fun. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. USA couldn't pull it out for their because they won the WBC last time. So it would have been nice to have back to back WBCs. But I can't complain about that final matchup. I mean, Trout versus Otani. Let's Mm -hmm. go. That was so fun.
0: It's a hell of a way to end it right there, man. I mean, it's, it's exactly what you wanted to see. And I wonder if it was really scripted like that. I'll just, it just happened to work out where Otani's going to start going to close it out and Trout's the last batter. Oh, my God. Uh, well, you figure
1: Japan, they saw the opportunity. And they were yep. like, they're well, like,
0: let's so, do it. They're the, count, counting, counting the numbers, probably. You some know. of the
1: biggest hitters were coming up in the U.S. In USA that they knew. And and Otani came up. And I, it was an impressive. He worked that hitter so good. He worked Trout so good. He was oh, yeah, throwing he 100 miles per hour oh, every pitch. They all had life on it. And you could that, that tell was. Trout couldn't keep up with 100 miles per hour. Nope. nope. He was behind on every single one of them.
0: Yep. Yep, yeah, he threw a whole, And then, what'd he go? Was it a slider, that last one? Because I think it was like an 80-something mile. Out. Didn't he go uh, off-speed, it felt like?
1: Yeah, off-speed slider. Yeah.
0: went Out of the strike zone, like, right at the last minute. It looked strike all the way until the end. It just moved.
1: Trout reached man. for it and yep. missed it. Nice swing. Would have made good contact, but yep. no. Good on Japan. Sucks for USA, but that's the fun <laughs> of the WBC, man. I mean, we get to yep. see... All these countries battle against each other, and it was fun. It was it was cool the way Japan Japan squeaked in.
0: Man, they really did that. Ending to the uh, Japan Mexico game. That game in general, just the back and forth was amazing. Really Mexico loves. took a three zip lead. Japan came back and tied it. Mexico's like, hold my beer. I got we got this. Took like a what a five three lead after that, mm-hmm. and then uh, lost lost the game six five. <laughs>
1: It was, yeah, it was insane. And then, which was weird because USA just clobbered Cuba. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that that semifinal wasn't any good.
1: (laughs) I thought they were going to run away with it. But it kind of, you know, the story of it, Steve, it kind of came down to what we thought. It was, it was USA's pitching just couldn't last.
0: Yep. It was pitching.
1: I mean, we had Merrill Kelly. We had. Some okay pitching, but it wasn't good. I mean, we didn't yeah, it's have not,
0: not knockout starters, you don't have Justin Verlander starting the uh the championship game or Garrett Cole or Max Scherzer yeah. or you know something like that. You had Adam Wainwright, yeah, okay. Lance Lynn, mm. he's fat, he's um, fat, <laughs> you know. It's like okay, Brady it was Brady Singer,
1: know? it just wasn't good, and it kind of bums me out because I there was a point when I was watching it last night where I was kind of upset at people like Verlander and Scherzer. I think why,
0: Manfred was too.
1: Yeah. why You should be there representing our country because mm-hmm. they put their best in there. Our best should be there.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Then Manfred, say, he expects more more stars uh, for, for the next go around here in 2026. Yeah. Yeah. That was a dig probably to Garrett Cole. Or I hope Lander, it is. You know?
1: I hope it is because when we're reaching into our pocket for pitchers that just don't <laughs> Whether they don't have the experience or they have too much experience, but they're not good pitchers or they're not right. close, they're not dominating pitchers. It kind of makes our team lopsided. I mean, for yep. the most part, we did okay. But if you look at what they did in the second round of the championship round, the USA won 9-7 yep. against Venezuela. I mean, Cuba, yep. they pitched pretty good. Cuba couldn't really hit. Mm-hmm. But it was just, I don't know, man. I, I was really disappointed in in the turnout for pitching. I know Mm -hmm. Kershaw tried, but insurance wouldn't cover him. And there was things like that, but he understood the assignment. Why were we, I just, where was the other pitchers that we needed? That's what I was bummed
0: about. You know, you're supposed to be representing your country. That's why people like Mike Trout stepped up and and jumped in. Arenado, bats, you know, all-star, all-star hitting, right? but nothing on the pitching side, which is what you and I talked about in our our preview show of the WBC. And it's exactly what Japan was hoping, you know, let's, you know, minimize their runs, which they held us to two, and then take advantage of their weaker pitching, which they were able to squeak out three runs. You know, Yeah. So
1: Japan's pitching was really good. I mean, Japan. Super good, man. They set a
0: record for strikeouts, I think, in the tournament.
1: It was unreal. The guy, I I can't remember who was the first guy that was pitching, Mira Kami or something. I can't remember his name. He was throwing unbelievable stuff. Unbelievable Mm -hmm. stuff. And all these guys (laughs) played for the MPB, man. Yeah. So that's their pros, the best of the best of that league. And we didn't have our best pitching. And I'm not saying that's exactly why we lost. I mean, but it it definitely throws some, it it definitely is kind of one of those things where it's, where could we have been if Garrett Cole, Verlander, Scherzer, some of those guys were in there.
0: Could have ran the table. I think probably could have gone undefeated. Right. I think so
1: too. And I understand a lot of this is players want to spend time with their families. They're gearing up from spring training set for the season but i don't know man right i don't know man it just bums me out and but i'll tell you what the wbc was basically created because the olympics had have baseball or had baseball but we couldn't put our best in the olympics basically it was a lot of 18u was a lot of young guys in the prospects things like that or in the prospects little young guys in the minor leagues we couldn't really put our best out in the olympics so the wbc was created so weak and a lot of teams around the world are the same way they gave teams and countries a chance to portray their best baseball. So this is right. kind of in a way Olympic baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it should be a, a priority for people mm-hmm. like Verlander and Scherzer mm-hmm. and Cole. Yep. And I just naming them three, I'm singling them out, but I think it should be a necessity that they actually play for our country. Yep. So I
0: can, I completely agree. I that's completely I agree. So. so we'll see, uh, the next crop cuz obviously Verlander is going to be pretty old by the time this uh, next go around right. goes in uh, in 3 years so he probably won't do it but you know these younger pitchers coming up you know it'd be nice to uh see them strap on the red white and blue and uh and give it a shot so
1: Absolutely it was like I said 3-2 crushing defeat but at the end of it Trout said how much fun. He said this was the most fun he's had playing the game which that is kind of a testament to yeah what his situation is with the angels.
0: Yes, it is.
1: And isn't it wild, Steve? We have two of the greatest players on the planet, on the same team,
0: on the same team. And And the the team team is a bottom feeder.
1: I'm surprised more owners aren't dying to try to buy that team.
0: Right. Or more rich
1: people just dying to buy that team.
0: Yeah. It, it it doesn't, it it really doesn't make sense. It doesn't. So, so now they have to go back to, um, I mean, We'll talk about it later on. I'll talk about it a little bit more. But you know, they made some moves in the offseason, but nothing really eye opening. Uh, right. so it could be another, you know, mediocre season for the Angels.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, you know, man.
0: Otani's been there for what, three years? They've had a losing record every year. Trout's been there over a decade. He's made the playoffs once.
1: They put nothing around him. They spend nope. no money on the team. And they're in LA, which is hilarious. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're getting lapped by the uh the Dodgers and the Padres and the Giants. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's four four teams and uh four teams in California, and they're the worst of the four. Unacceptable all the way yep. around. Yep. But hey, you got Anthony Rendon. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you got Anthony Rendon. Hey, yeah, Justin Upton for a while. That was fun, right? Woo! Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Put put a pin of rose on that one, right? Yeah. Anyway. Joe Adele, he's gonna turn hey, into jo- something, right? Yeah. Sure, sure. Reed Detmer's, he might do something, right? yeah maybe maybe only one yeah maybe
1: on the other side of it eltuve breaks (laughs) his thumb with uh, venezuela
0: Venezuela, in that semifinal game i think right
1: yes so in talking with wbc this is the this is why some players are kind of scared yep about joining the wbc pitchers included because you could get injured i mean we saw that with Dave, we saw that with Edwin Diaz.
0: Edwin Diaz celebrating,
1: celebrating, <laughs> yeah, basically out for the year. Now Altuve breaks his thumb; he's going to be out two months, so we're not going to see him till May, maybe June, May,
0: June, yeah, early summer, maybe. Yeah.
1: So all I got to yeah. say is thank you, Altuve, for. Helping my fantasy <laughs> determination, Jeez, yeah. my draft. Yeah, exactly.
0: A little bit. W- weren't you on the fence? You were, th- uh, I remember when we were talking, la- uh, you and I last week, uh, obviously not on the show. You we were talking, uh, you were thinking about uh, moving on and getting Altuve. It was, and, uh, yeah.
1: Not a first yeah, round, well, maybe not a a first second round. Third, but yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Because
0: he's, you know, Mr. Consistent usually. So, yeah. he's uh, not going to be consistent for a little bit, is
1: he? <laughs> uh, I, it, we'll talk about the Astros more on the show, but it would be yeah. something if, they can still play premier ball without him.
0: Well, it will be a testament to their team, right? Next man up. They've done it without Springer. They've done it without Correa, right? Yeah, they've done it. We'll, we'll see that now they've lost Verlander. He's gone completely and they'll lose Altuve for a few months. So
1: so we're going to see what this team's going to look like, how you they know. can rally. This is where Bregman and them should pick it up. But, well, right. we, can, we can definitely talk about that. And why are we going to talk about that? Well, we're talking Uh-oh. about <laughs> the MLB season preview show. This This, is the
0: show. This this is our great. This is the show. This is our favorite one right here, I think. Every single year, we always come out
1: and do a preview show. We do predictions. We break down the divisions, the division outlooks, you know, with all that, the headlines. We talk about sleepers, rookies. This year, we're throwing in a comeback player, too. So it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. It's last year, I believe I did the AL. You did the NL. So every year, Mm -hmm. we kind of flip flop. And this year, Steve. Steve's got. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Steve's got the AL. So, Steve, I want to know. Yeah. Coming into this season, what are the top headlines?
0: Okay. All right. I love coming up with these headlines, by the way. They're fun. <laughs>
1: They're a lot of fun.
0: Uh, so my top headline is Houston. We have a repeat? Hmm. Hmm. Can the Astros become the first repeat champion in over 20 years since I believe the Yankees uh the late nineties, early two thousands? Baseball hasn't seen a repeat champion. In uh, quite some time, it's very difficult to repeat. Got a lot of things that go into it. Injuries play a part. There's the overall grind of the season. Can Houston repeat as champions? I guess we'll 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 find out. Time will tell, but uh, it'll be it'll be fun to see. Uh, my uh, second headline here is the Blue Jay Way. Homage mm. um, to the Beatles, right there. Um, how Toronto will will win the AL East? I'll talk about it more later. But the AL East is stacked. We got uh, the Blue Jays, you got the Rays, you got the Yankees, you got the Orioles coming up. And then uh, the Red Sox might make some noise. You know, they might be spoilers, but, you know, they're not really on the radar. But four legit teams that are all going to fight for a uh, division. I love the Toronto Blue Jays. Young core, got the pitching here. Uh, you know, we'll uh, how they will uh, win the AL East their way. So we'll see. And uh, the last uh, one is the year of the Met. Yale hmm. Central will lull baseball fans to sleep for yet another year here. Ah, yes. You got the Tigers, you got the Royals, you got the Guardians, you got the Twins and the White Sox. Wake me up when it's uh, September, <laughs> all right? Because the la- biggest thing I want to see is a hot summer day in June, Tigers and Royals battling it out. Woo! Um, <laughs> that's. I still think, I mean, it might change soon with prospects getting better, but the AL central is still the, the bottom feeder of a uh, of baseball here. So.
1: yeah. Wake me up before you go, go.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. You know,
1: Toronto, talking about your Toronto pick real quick. Yeah. They have actually improved because they were actually really good last year, but you can tell this team is committed to winning because mm-hmm. last year they ended up getting Whit Merrifield, right? Yeah. And yep. I think they still have Whit Merrifield, But well, they're in the offseason, they're able to get Dalton Varshow and Kevin yep. Kiermeyer. Yep. Which really enhances that lineup, especially the bats com- yep. tremendously. You it know, it is.
0: It is. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good here. I'm uh I'm excited to see what they do uh let's say break down i'm going to take a look at division outlooks here uh, i talked a little bit about the al east uh it's going to be a bloodbath we got three solid teams there with uh, tampa bay the yankees and the blue jays uh, uh duking it out and then baltimore showed that they have what it takes their youngsters adley rushman gunner henderson a lot of uh you know uh young talent coming up they could be uh coming to spoil the party and then there's the red sox they signed Devers to the extension. They've looked good in spring, but everyone looks good in spring to an extent. It's spring training. Um, I I think the Red Sox could lose a hundred games this year, to be honest with you. Um, but maybe Chris Sale will bounce back. Or maybe the pitching will improve. But they have lost JD um, for you know for the offensive side. So well,
1: we'll they've yeah. also they also brought up uh, Yoshida, and Yoshida yeah. was murdering the ball that's in true. WBC. He's that's a true. bright
0: light for sure, right? That's true. That's that's a solid point there, my friend. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. All right. Ninety-five losses, okay. <laughs> Much better, right? Yes, yes. Uh AL Central. Ooh. Still the laughing stock of baseball, in my opinion. They might have two teams, uh, the Tigers and the Royals that could lose hundred games. Let's hope not if you're for Tigers fans out there. Um, we'll see what happens with the White Sox new manager. Uh, see if they can move on for Tony Larusa, Mike, I know you're still high on the White Sox. Still holding out hope for that team. Yeah. Uh, tw- twins brought back Correa. I mean, they they got rid of a rise. So uh, we'll see you know, if Byron Buxton can stay healthy. If they can uh, you know, tweak into uh, d- uh, division contention. And then you can never count out the Cleveland Guardians. They always seem to find a way to be in it at the end. But still, three eh, teams and then two toilet teams. So that's the AL Central for you. <laughs> Heading out west. Yeah. Uh, can Seattle and the Angels take the next step to overtake Houston. This has pretty much been Houston's division. Um uh we'll we'll see. Uh Seattle, I i have my, my money could be on Seattle more than the Angels. You know, the Angels just seem to always be right in that on mediocre status. So uh, no so I'm not talking about the Oakland athletics because well they still blow.
1: Yeah. We don't even Are. know if they're gonna they don't we don't <laughs> We don't even know if they're going to stay in Oakland anymore. Uh, I mean, I, so. I'm starting
0: to I'm going to rename their team Team, Alst- team Australia right here. <laughs> team for, uh, Oh yeah,
1: that's right. they were Team
0: Australia, Australia. Yeah. Team Australia out in the AL West. So, uh we'll see if uh Seattle, maybe the Angels can overtake Houston, but still Houston's division to uh to lose. Uh, so, we'll see what happens there.
1: That's that's an interesting one because yeah. uh, the AL East and West people are going to be talking about the Central's weird, like you said. <laughs> it's it's yeah. always weird, but who uh, if if there's a the next thing that we got, you're going to talk about is interesting. And I can't wait to hear who's everybody looking at. Who are okay. all the eyes on in the AL?
0: Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to say, kick things off with all, all eyes are on Aaron judge. I mm. uh, he just, he just got paid, hey. uh, uh, and got the captain C with the Yankees. Uh so it becomes the first uh first Yankee captain since Jeter. That's, a, that's you know a pre- big and prestigious honor. There's not many captains in Yankee history. So I think all eyes are going to be on him to see if he can raise his game. MVP last year, AL home run uh uh record breaker. What is he, what's the encore going to be for him this year? I know, right. you know it's it's got to be something big cuz you know he's in the bright lights in New York and and all eyes are going to be looking right on him. Yeah. Uh, second for me is uh, Trout and Otani. We saw them duke it out in the uh, WBC uh, finale here. Obviously two of the faces of, uh, uh, of their respective countries there. Otani with Japan, Trout with the USA and their teammates. You know, We talked about it earlier here in the show. Teammates on an otherwise mediocre team. Um, you know, The Angels have made some moves here in the offseason. Can they finally take that next step and get to the playoffs? So those are my two uh, two big things to look at for all eyes right now. So
1: yeah, and boy, this is kind of it, Steve. Don't you agree? I mean, Trout and Otani. This might be the last hurrah before. Yeah, I mean, Otani.
0: Uh, yeah. so. I, Otani goes. You know, right? If, it, if it's another meh year for them, they. I mean, maybe they try and move him at the deadline because I don't think he's going to be sticking around long term. So get something for him while you can. Wow,
1: that's an interesting you know? concept too, because I don't know if he doesn't have a no trade clause. I doubt yeah. he does. But say if you're a team that wants to trade for him, what mm-hmm. I mean, you have to give up. The
0: Hall, the first the round picks. And I think you might need some established players as well, you know. Oh, my God. I mean, and right away,
1: you would figure a team that's going to go for him. Obviously, there's going to be a team that would want him during the trade deadline because we yep. don't foresee the Angels. It sounds yeah. like in your outlook, you don't see the Angels really competing no. that much. But you wonder if a team is really going for him, uh, even as a rental Yep. Uh, you still, you would have to give up a haul for a guy who can completely mm-hmm. take over a game like that.
0: Yep, completely. Yeah, it's going to have to be a prospect hauler right there. Mm-hmm. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen. I am too. Um, I am too. You have, uh, coming up, sleepers. you have
1: sleepers.
0: Sleepers. Wake up, everybody. I got some sleepers here. What, the first one, you know, not really a, a sleeper because eyes are going to probably be on him as well, but, you know, just the way he started out to end the season, that's uh, Gunnar Henderson here. Yeah, uh, for, for Baltimore, um, I think he's going to be take the next step. He's going to be a potential superstar here in Baltimore. You got that one two punch with Adley Rushman and uh, Gunnar Henderson. It's going to be it's going to be fucking sweet. I think yeah. I to start watching a lot more Baltimore games, I think, this year. So he's uh he's number one for me. He's going to be sneaky good, but, you know, kind of a good where you kind of expect it. But it could sneak up on you. Second is Riley Green. Riley Green's coming out of spring this year healthy. And he's had had pretty good showing this spring, been mashing the ball, three hundred or so average. You know, he's proven that he can, he can hit. You know, he can hit the long ball. He can hit. You know, in, in all directions here. So I think he's uh, uh getting him a full season under his belt here is going to be is going to be huge. So uh, uh, he's my second sleeper, and then uh, Josh Naylor. Yeah, yeah, I know the, the Guardians. I stick with the AL Central here. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, Josh Naylor had a, f- a fantastic year last year that no one no one really you know talked about Josh no. Handler much mostly because you know he was in uh Cleveland <laughs> you know yeah. so but uh i see him as uh, you know he's 20 25 only um mm-hmm. you know no one was really talking much about him but uh came up solid 256 average had the power seven, you know 20 home runs 79 RBIs i i see him building on that and um you know another full season under his belt just getting that much better so those are my my three sleepers that I'm looking at right now. Uh, rookies, I'm looking at for this year. Uh, obviously, uh, I talked about Gunnar Henderson. Uh, he's going to, you know, he's one of the favorites, I think, for rookie of the year. He's going to, I think, have a great year. Uh, Yoshida, you talked about him a little bit. Um, he's mashing the ball there for for Boston there uh, in spring training. Yeah. Uh, I look, look for him to have a, a great year. And then Josh Junk, he got a, a taste of MLB. Uh, playing uh, with Texas uh, last year. I want to see a full season under his belt. I think he's going to have a, a great year hitting in Arlington. So those are the, uh, the three rookies that I'm looking at uh, for this year.
1: Absolutely. Okay, yeah. what do we got for your comeback player? Oh, One man. comeback player you can look at who you're like, mm-hmm. man, this guy's due. <laughs> so- okay. Who do you got? I'm
0: going. I'm going with Tyler Glass now. You know, he's coming off injuries. You know, he had the uh, injury shortened season in what 2021. Yeah. Uh. You know, not much in 2022. I-, I I look at him coming back here, um. You know, and getting a full season under his belt and being the Tyler Glass now that we're used to uh that we're used to seeing. So you uh, know he's gonna bolster that race staff even more. Um, so yeah, Tyler Glassnow, who's a, who, is who I'm looking at for a, a comeback player. So I like think Verlander won comeback player last year. So sticking with pitching again for a comeback player this year. So
1: Tyler Glassnow needs needs some kind of luck because yeah, he really does. Ever man. since they took his spider tack <laughs> away, <took> it. <laughs> it's
0: like taking away a toy. Oh
1: no, he hasn't been the same since.
0: Uh, yeah. Yep. So
1: um,
0: yeah, man. Oh man. So yeah, that's my look at the AL. You. Are uh, covering the NL here. Uh, what kind of headlines are we looking at for the National League here, Mike?
1: Yeah, so the headlines for me, uh, right off the bat, we got to talk about the Mets, and my headline reads: Mets make believers.
0: Ooh, everybody I like that.
1: Everybody was down on the Mets, right? I mean, they were the head of the crown, supposedly, of the NL East, and then, like in true Mets form, they <laughs> they start shitting the bed. And then they let people like the Atlanta Braves jump up and compete with wow. them, and or <laughs> go ahead of them at the That's end true. of the year at 101 and uh, 101 and 61, not bad, not bad. But, but the Mets decided we need to do something in the offseason. Now the Edwin Diaz thing is a huge loss for their closer role. I understand yep. that. Yep. But they they are they're looking pretty good. I mean, for the most part, the Mets did, went in the offseason and got some fucking dudes. Yeah, they were bad. like, hey, we need some dudes in here. And what was that? Well, we already have Max Scherzer. Let's keep just let's get Justin Verlander. So <laughs> they pitched Justin Verlander hard. Justin Verlander took overtook it. And I don't even think Justin Verlander is going to be their opening day guy.
0: No, I don't think so either.
1: Which is wild because he was high young last year. So yeah. it's it's crazy. But and then they went a little bit further, and then they ended up getting Kodai Singa. Which is really good, a nice uh, Japanese prospect or P.B. player. Then they just the back half of their their rotation they basically kept with Cookie Carrasco yep. and David Peterson for the most part. But I really like what this pitching staff brings because the Mets knew we got to bolster this pen. So David Roberts Robertson's probably going to move into the closer role now mm-hmm. that Edwin Diaz is gone. And I kind of like I kind of like where the Mets are at. I mean they they did well by you and I said that they re signed Jeff McNeil we thought that was one of the better moves that they made nope. all, all off season and from there they just they, they brandon nimmo and uh they still have starling Marte coming back and lindor we thought this team did really good they're going to move up brett batty nope. to the main thing so i think all eyes are on the mets right now and the mets are going to make believers out of queens they're going to make well okay. that's they're going to make believers out of everybody which i think it's their time i really do think it's their time like it. whether they win or not we're going to find out in our predictions but Right, <laughs> but I, I do think they're going to make believers because they understand this is their time. So the next board of my headline, Steve, I move over to the NL Central, and okay. it's one of my favorite teams is the is the Cardinals, and I have them as built Cardinals strong.
0: Ooh, okay, I like it. I like coming, it.
1: Coming off a ninety three and sixty nine record of last year, the and winning the Central after it looked like Milwaukee was going to take it for a while, I think. Right. St. Louis is coming back into this year, Steve, and they're saying, hey, we're fucking winners. We are the Yankees or the Dodgers of the Midwest.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I like it. I like
1: it. I love their bullpen, but I love their starters even more. I do like Jack Flaherty. I think Jack Flaherty will be back. And I know you're a little down on Jack Flaherty. You kind of look at him like, hey, this guy's always fucking injured. But
0: right, I, right.
1: I, I, But there's just a tenacity in this guy. And I think he's still going to headline that staff. But I think even better, somebody who's more of the dark horse who is probably going to be the ace of that staff is Jordan Montgomery. We love Jordan Montgomery. We do. Yep. Yep. And and old man Wainwright's still around, which is weird <laughs> because I thought he was leaving with Pujols and and Yadier Molina.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah.
0: it was really not right. <laughs> uh, I, I thought they were a package deal of retiring.
1: I thought so too. They're, they shipped the three out of there and waved yeah. goodbye to him. So he's going to hang around. They got Miles Michaelis, which I, I'm a big Miles Michaelis yep. fan the mustache st- man the mustache man dude yeah. and the mustache man one thing i noticed about him he comes up in big situations now he had a 12 and 13 record but he fought for those 12 those 12 right, wins last right. year and not a lot of people talk about he was kind of subtly really good a 3.29 ERA last year 153 Ks i mean i don't know i, I kind of am on the michaelis wagon man i, I think this mm-hmm. guy i think this guy did a lot to secure his his uh his bid into this good rotation. So one of the bigger off signings of the year was uh, Wilson Contreras uh, for them, and they he comes in and replaces Yadier Molina, which I really like, and yep. obviously. Uh, the growth of Brendan Donovan and Tommy Edmond, and you still have Tyler O'Neill, Lars Newt Bar, who is big with Japan. Lars, yep. Juan Yepes, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt. I'm naming off all their fucking players. <laughs> Reigning MVP, Paul Goldschmidt. I don't know, Steve. I'm really. Okay. I think the Cardinals are built to outlast this season, and they have a great depth with. They mm-hmm. have their rookie coming up and Jordan Walker. Yep. I, yep. I just. I, Nolan Gorman's there. I, I just. Man, I'm really loving what the Cardinals are bringing this year. Now, my third headline, you and I have probably exhaustingly talked about this team, but I think we talk about this team because we know the expectations are so high, and that Mm -hmm. is the San Diego Padres. And my headline for them, Steve, is World Series or bust, a tale of a window closing. (laughs) (laughs) Solid, solid. I like that. I like that a lot. You don't sign that many people, and you can't have them that long. I mean, you have Machado, who he's your guy. He's going to be yep, with that. He's
0: your franchise right He's there.
1: your franchise. He's going to be with that team forever. You're going to have uh, Fernando Tatis, Tatis for a while. But yeah. the others are kind of up in the air. We don't know where Juan is going to last. We don't know Jake Cronin, worst future. You, Darvish, yep. isn't getting any younger. I mean, you have a team, and same thing with Blake Snell and what have you. You have a team, and they've done well in the draft and things like that, but you have a team that... Their windows closing. They can't keep this all this money in this team. And it's basically gonna become a fire sale like the Marlins have done, which a lot of teams have done in the past, if they can't win a World Series. So it's kind of World Series or bust for this young slash media uh older Padres team. They have to it's kind of now they have to win now or the window's gonna close. And I'll give them like two, maybe three years tops. Yep. But completely that window is closing.
0: Yep. I completely, yeah. I completely agree. I love those headlines, man. You can tell you're an author. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking ahead to the divisions, uh, breaking down the NL divisions here, uh, what are we looking at there?
1: One thing, I think you had a harder job because the AL <laughs> has teams that are so – because the yep. West is – I mean, the Texas got – right? Texas got better. You have the – car or you have the um the Astros in Seattle. Where mine are more clear cut, I want to say. I think the mm-hmm. – aside from the West, the East is kind of between two teams, right? Mm-hmm. And, yep. So it's kind of easy to kind of draw out where a lot of these teams are going to lay in the in the, right. in the landscape of uh major league baseball in this year. So, but Braves are healthy and scary. All right. Yep. If the Braves stay healthy, they're going to be scary. I mean, the Braves, Michael Harris, they have an embarrassment of riches. They ended up having a prospect, Michael Harris come up last year and yep. just murder, just, uh, just kill the scene. He was so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, Ozzie Albies went down, and oh, look who we have. We have Von Grissom, who was the guy they've always needed since Camarjo left and and Culberson and some of those guys, and he's even better than them. So with Acuna, who could be an MVP contender, man, and and, and an embarrassment of riches with Spencer Strider. Are you kidding me? Like – when Ian Anderson went down, they had no idea Spencer Strider was going to be what Spencer Striders is slowly becoming. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's uh, the the Braves are a scary fucking team. And close up behind them, they might be down Edwin Diaz. But I just talked about the Mets. So, it's going to be kind of the Mets and the Braves. Now, a lot of people are talking. They're like, well, what about Philly? I just don't see Philly. Philly isn't built for the long haul. Now, I, I like Philly. I really do. But I think with Bryce Harper gone... They're gonna be playing catch up a lot. And you could say, well, right. they got they got Trey Turner, who's easily an MVP candidate for sure. Yep. But there was something about people rallying behind Bryce Harper. As much as you and I are always down on the guy, he is kind of a leader and in, in the clubhouses he's been in, and he is good at rallying people behind his bat. So I think when you just because you lost Harper and then you gain a Trey Turner, mm-hmm. you're still gonna have the same problems. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I like yep. Alec Baum. I think Alec yep. Baum is poised to have a good year. I like Nick Castellanos. I like a lot of that team. I love Zach Wheeler. I love what yeah. they did in their rotation and, the, and their bullpen or in their. Uh, yeah. So I, I just. Yeah, man, I, I just don't think Philly is going to compete as much as it's down the line, like the Braves and the Mets.
0: Because um, it's been a nice year for them last year, a surprise year, and then they go back to uh, what we think it could uh, they were supposed to be.
1: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Because they did they they, they kind of let down a lot of people last year too. No, dude, because they totally did. It's not like they were in the top two running for that for that division. I mean, in right, the end, right. I think I believe they ended up in third place and they had an 87-75 yeah, Thank record. for the
0: extra. Thank goodness for the extra wild card spot. And that's how they got in to make the run in the playoffs. Or right, and been another. Yeah, and they would've would've been another depressing a year for the Phillies. Yeah, <laughs> and, just,
1: and and they just so happened just to
0: to be on a roll when they hit the postseason. So.
1: That's kind of my step with the Anlees and the Bray or the Marlins. Their youth are going to take a step forward. Now this is where we wish the Tigers were when mm-hmm. we thought, "Here it is, baby. It's all come yep. together." And then it just yep. a tons of shit just rained down on us, like like Biff when he ran into that new manu- <laughs> manure dump truck.
0: It's <laughs> so true. It's just an out of
1: control <laughs> fucking car. And the Marlins, oh, though, man, I, I I think Jeter did a lot behind yeah, the scenes a good groundwork there and it bums me out that he he left that team because i think you're he's gonna see the fruits of his labors suddenly mm-hmm. blossom and it's mm-hmm. gonna be sad now i think you're gonna see the marlins possibly take up the phillies right i think yeah, that's i think I, so uh so that's where that's kind of at uh moving over to the nl central this is where it's easy it's probably one of the worst divisions in baseball just like the al central Right, but it's between the Cardinals and the Brew Crew. I mean, the Reds aren't ready, and the Cubs, while better this offseason, I loved what the Cubs did this offseason. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. They're
1: they're still trying to figure things out because you know, I mean, a lot of these guys like Dansby Swanson and what have you, Cody Bellinger. When you get on new teams, it's gonna take you a little bit to figure it out. Yeah, yep. yep. Not not everybody can be a Jock Peterson and just jump from (laughs) one team to another, produce, (laughs) and then and then just well, he flames out all the time in the end. But yeah, uh, but it's just. We know what this division is, right? This mm-hmm. division's more clear cut. Nobody's thinking the Pirates are coming out of nowhere. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh my god, you signed Carlos Santana and you brought back Andrew McCutcheon. Wow! If this was 2011, bro, I'm totally <laughs> be excited. Yeah. Oh
0: man, <laughs> it's so true. Oh geez, yeah. <laughs> so uh,
1: their opening day starter, I think, is Mitch Keller. Uh, but we know that where the Pirates are going to land. I I do like O'Neill Cruz. I do like Cabrian Hayes, but we kind of figured he's kind of a. He's uh, between injuries and non-producing and long stretches. It's really hard to pinpoint them. But right, in the end, right. Steve, it's going to be the the brewer, the brew crew and the cards. I liked what the Brewers yep. did in the offseason, but I think they're getting weaker. I think their window closing. You're going to start yep. seeing people like Corbin Burns and them. Brandon Woodward, they're going to move away. They're going to yep. start leaving and <clears throat> this team's going to finally suddenly see themselves
0: in another rebuild. And Christian you know, Yelich is, we Christine know what Christian Yelich He's a fart in the wind now. We what know what a, he is
1: now. There's a lot of players this year, Steve, that we, that need to turn that, it around.
0: Yelich, though, He spent the last two years with them and he still hasn't gotten there.
1: Yeah, you know? Un- unfortunately that's...
0: Thank, it, God, it, thank God his mom's hot, let's be honest here. Her amen and, to that.
1: Thank, yeah. That's what he only has <laughs> going for him at this point. <laughs> but there's a lot of players that need to prove that this is kind of their year to turn it around, or it's yep. you're kind of what you are. Yep. Um, so moving over to the NO West, they have a lot of those kind of players too, but this is kind of a it, this was easy for me. I mean, Rockies, they're just holding Chris Bryant hostage. That's all oh, they're, they're gonna do, be doing all season. They got
0: some picks or something there. There's gotta be something. Yeah.
1: Giants, know. Scott Harris knew that boat was sinking. Yeah. Yeah, with was Gabe Kapler, with Gabe Kepler manning the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're going to be hell on wheels, but in the end, it's going to be the Padres and the Dodgers. I mean, yep, that's that's it. Uh, I, I think that that's what it's going to be. Um, yep. One thing that does scare me, I will say this, and it's hard for me to admit this, but I'm seeing some holes in Mookie Betts' game, and saw it at the WBC. Well, you saw it. But you so you beginning began to see it what last year did you last have him in fantasy? year I, saw, I
0: drafted him last year and I watched that dumpster fire of a season
1: and, and between you and <laughs> I close talk, bro and between you and I talking about him and and just a WBC and I, I will say I know Instagram social media isn't the end all be all and I know that's you can't really judge somebody from that but You're right I can definitely tell Mookie's Instagram has changed from when he was in Boston. From when he was in L.A. When he was in Boston, yep. we, we saw workout updates. We've seen him yep. talk about baseball. You've seen yep. him go on other podcasts to talk about baseball, about uh, his growth and how he's trying to uh, get kids. He, he Kind of like uh-huh. Curtis Granderson, bring it to these communities and what have you. In L.A., he's been nothing but a celebrity, partying and yep. all this. And yep. I'm kind of worried for him. Every time I see him, he's out doing something else. And I understand his life has changed. He went to L.A., uh, his, his, he's has kids now. He's yeah. he's in a different part of his life. And I, I, I completely understand that maybe baseball isn't the number one passion. Maybe it's his family. Maybe that. But I'm seeing too much celebrity there. Mm-hmm. And Steve, that kind of scares me with with Mookie bets I, I honestly I still believe in Mookie, yep. um, but at the same time, it's it's hard. It's a tough pill to swallow because I think he his performance isn't as great. And you're going to yep. see. The Padres take advantage of that, because especially yep. when you have Tatis coming back, right? Yep, I agree. I agree. So uh in the West, it's going to be the Dodgers and Padres. And I still I still am holding out that the Padre or that the Dodgers can put it together just because I think they have the pieces around Mookie. Mm-hmm. But and Freddie and all these guys, but. Boy, this this is going to be an interesting year. So anyways, yeah, so that is all my division outlook.
0: Heading from the divisions, who uh, who do you have your eyes on in the NL this year? Ah, boy, there's a few. Fernando Tatis Jr., you and I, have yeah. been, yep. we've been talking about him.
1: We're waiting for him to come back. What mm-hmm. kind of player is he going to come back like? Is he going yeah. to be a mature, sound hitter? Is he gonna, <laughs> right. He's going to have the makeup that we love. Is he going to have the... The performances we love. Is he going to be a team player and move to the outfield, mm-hmm. so they can move Xander Bogarts to just to, to shortstop, or is he going to be more of a, a problem like he was the last like was, couple yeah. years? Yep, a, re- so,
0: a rebel, you know, hiding hiding what he's doing, riding yeah. on mopeds or motorcycles with no helmets and, and messing around and
1: oh, taking you know, very steroids, very and- yeah, <laughs> taking
0: st- taking steroids to speed up your uh, recovery, you know that yeah. sort of shit. So. You know. Is the maturity
1: as I guess this could be is is all eyes on him, his maturity as is he going to come back a mature player. So that's that's one. Uh, The second one is basically what I've been kind of talking about this whole time with the NL or Mets and Padres investments. They've made huge offseason investments. And at this point, we're waiting to see if those investments are going to pay off. So Mm -hmm. it's what this comes in the form of. Division wins comes in the form of going deeper into the playoffs, not being hosted yeah. in the first or second rounds. <laughs> yeah. and World Series runs, an actual yeah. World Series run. So all eyes are on the Mets and Padres investments. Uh Moving over, uh, the new look Cubs. I'm excited to see what these Cubs look like.
0: Yeah, I am too. I, am I mean,
1: Sayo was the guy last year and Nico Horner. Then they moved in. Now they have Cody Bellinger, who's on his second stint. And with a team that is just, he wants to, he's trying to turn it around. And then Dansby Swanson, let's go. and Some of those guys and, and those guys, somebody like Dansby who's coming off a very good year, right? Yep. Yep. Swanson has a guy in the past. I always thought he was an up and down guy, but you know, 25 home runs, 277 average, 96 RBIs. He's going to look to improve on that. He's not even 30 years old yet. So I, I think, all eyes are on this team to see what the next step is going to be because this isn't really this this team isn't really built from the farm like it was when Bryant and and yeah. Javier Baez and and and, and um, Anthony Rizzo and those guys were yeah, there. The, no, the
0: Theo, the Theo Epstein way, where he built using the uh, right the farm he built the farm system and got them going that way and sprinkled in a couple free agents. This is more, but exactly. you know, we're going to make our mark the Dave Dombrowski way. Exactly. Let's get b- big name free agents and uh, pillage the farm system to try and get people. You know exactly. So we'll,
1: we'll see how it works. We'll yeah. see how it works. And then last but not least, it's the Dodgers pitching and then Bryce Harper's yeah. Bryce Harper's return. Uh, Dodgers pitching. Clint Kershaw. He still produces, but yeah. he just the injuries. Can he yep. overcome the injuries? They don't have Walker Buehler this year, so they're really <laughs> relying on uh, Julio Urias. They're relying on Dustin May to make yep. possibly a rotation. Uh, debut. They lost Tyler Anderson.
0: There we go. So
1: it's going to be interesting to see where their pitching is at. And that's going to make or break the team. I still believe that people like Dustin May can carry that workload uh, along the lines Mm -hmm. that they need him to carry. So they're ones to look at. And then Bryce Harper's return. I mean, we're... we're, Everybody's kind of wondering where Bryce Harper is going to be when he does be back. When he is back, what's that going to look like? Right? I mean, what's that... Where are... Can Trey Turner lead that team... To a, to a good in order for them to kind of lay the groundwork for when Bryce Harper comes back, then that's almost like getting an acquisition and and, and taking right. off. So yep. that's kind of what people are looking at. So all my eyes are on these specific things.
0: And I got to throw in there. I mean, I say it every Dave Roberts. Okay? okay. I mean, he's won one, you know, think of his time with the Dodgers here. He's won one champion, one world series championship. And that was in the COVID COVID year. Yep. Uh, So a lot of people are off during the COVID year and other times it's been historical flameouts. Last year was a complete flameout. How many games did they win last year? Uh when they flamed out? Same oh, thing when yeah. they when they yep. when they won 100 and uh something games the year before and they flamed out.
1: 111 you know? games last year. 111
0: games last year and they lost. The year before, you know, they they lost the division to the Giants but they still won over 100 games and they flamed out in the World Series. Yep. You know, how, how many t- how many times are you going to lead the team to the water but not get the team to drink. Right. You know? so, yeah. I don't know. I start to question that if, if the Dodgers oh, are happy with getting getting to the finish line, but cramping up at the end, then sure. All right. Dave Roberts is your guy. Yeah. I'm just, you know, just, just me. I've, I've been harping on Dave Roberts for a couple of years, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, a World Series win kind of keeps your job safe for a while. But when you are constantly
0: though, <laughs> exactly.
1: And when you're constantly back in it but can't seal the deal, then. Yeah. You got to look. Is this the guy?
0: Right. Yep. So, yep. so that's just me. Just me. Well, we'll see. that
1: makes sense. It makes sense.
0: <laughs> um, Who are uh your sleepers here? Who's a who's a guy, a couple of people to keep an eye on uh, uh for sleepers for the uh, NL
1: right away is Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. End of the year with a nine and six record. Three, four, eight, eight ERA. I love big pitchers, man. Six foot six. Yep. This guy is just a power pitcher through and through. He's a workhorse, can eat up innings. Uh, I think he's going to continue to do that, and I think that's why the St. Louis Cardinals like him, and he's mm-hmm. going to be a big part of their their push. Yep. Uh, the second one for me would be Von Grissom. I love mm-hmm. what Von Grissom did with the Braves last year. I mean, we had a small sample size because Ozzie Albies was in and out of the lineup and what have you, but Von Grissom really came in, and I don't know. Von Grissom was just – played good ball. I mean, he was just mm-hmm. a guy who who – didn't sit back and didn't, he took advantage. He was a guy that jumped in and took advantage of what he could do. And in 141 at-bats and 291 average, 18 RBIs, five home runs, that's a small sample size. But when you watch him play, you're like, man, this guy's got something. This guy's got yeah. something that could turn into something. And I just, uh, I don't know. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what the future is. Now, I know uh, Orlando Garcia is with that team, and, and I know that, they're going to be competing, and and Vaughn Grissom got an option to AAA, but I think Vaughn Grissom will be back. I think this is a guy that will stay in good with the, with the club. Uh, my other one, Steve, is Cody Bellinger. We all understand yep. the former MVP has had it rough the last few years mm-hmm. and complete drop off of his game. He he took like a Ben Simmons from the NBA kind of drop where <laughs> really this guy did, was man. really good and then just it's like whoa, what is happening? What are you? Yeah. And we, you and I said it was just he needs to get back to his roots, what made him good, maybe a different scenery. And he did that. He went to the Cubs. So I think he's going to be a sleeper yep. for this purpose. And I hope this is a big year for him to prove himself, kind of like we were saying with Dave Roberts and – And some of these guys with the Dodgers pitching and for these prove it kind of things, Fernando Tatis, Cody Bellinger has to prove it, too, because if you have the same year you've had with the pod or with the Dodgers, then you're just a flash in the pan guy. And you don't want to be that. But at the same time, it happens to a lot of people. So he's a sleeper. And then I went with Chris Bryant and Chris Bryant. He's kind of had an injury plagued year last year, barely played when he did play. He definitely hit. But he's going to be one of the leaders of the Rockies this year with Charlie yep. Blackman, and I think he's going oh, to hit. Blackman still playing? Dude, I can't believe Charlie Blackman's still <laughs> playing. I think they begged Charlie Blackman to come back because they need Seriously. veteran leadership. He understand. He is a Colorado Rocky, so yep. I, yep. I think it was smart for him to come back. But and it's going to help people like Chris Bryant be better. And if Chris Bryant can stay healthy, and you're hitting Coors, yep. I mean, the, it's the sky's the ceiling. So, yep. yep. uh, Sam, and then Edward Cabrera. Uh, this is the guy that didn't get talked about enough when you have people like Trevor Rogers and Sandy Alcantara and mm-hmm. uh, a really bolstered starting staff uh, of good guys. Max Myers in there. Now you have Johnny Cueto. I and Pablo Lopez was last year. People like Edward Cabrera kind of got left. Edward Cabrera got left behind. So mm-hmm. he's a young, young flamethrower who I think uh, everybody should watch out for. So that's my sleepers for this year.
0: I like it, especially Jordan Montgomery. I don't know if. You know, if Harrison Bader doesn't work out the way the Yankees hope he works out, they could be kicking themselves after getting rid of a pitcher like Jordan Montgomery. Because, Amen to that. You know, their their pitching staff's shaky. I mean, they got Rodon, but Severino, who knows? You know how how healthy he's going to stay? Nestor Cortez, uh, he's yeah. been up and down with injuries, so they really could have used an arm or continue to have an arm like Jordan Montgomery. So, um, yeah, I love love Jordan Montgomery. But I do too. uh, rookies, uh, which uh which rookies are you uh, looking at in the NL for this year?
1: Jordan Walker for St. Louis would be, an, it's a low-hanging fruit. I, I just, I loved what he did in the minors. You're talking about a guy who ended up getting drafted in the first round of the 2020 draft out of high school. And from a guy to get drafted out of high school and then suddenly three or two, three years later, he's Man. probably going to make his pro debut and stay. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen to too many people. and. No. I think he's going to come in and provide good depth. I don't think he's going to be a starting piece, but he's going to be there for Nolan Gorman. He's going to be there for some of the outfielders, and like Dylan Carlson and Lars Newtbar, and you could kind of plug and play him. I mean, he can play outfield, but third base is kind of his domain. And now that you have DH, if this guy can prove to be a a power hitter, you can also squeeze him into the DH in some scenarios. So uh, Jordan Walker definitely for St. Louis with me. Kodai Senga with New York Mets I think is a big one. Nobody really talks a lot about him just because – it was, wow, Max Scherzer, wow, Justin mm-hmm. Verlander. And then they're like, oh, yeah, they signed this other dude from Jap- Japan. But <laughs> uh, Kode Singo is one of the better pitchers, the best pitcher coming from the MPB. So yep. Uh, yep. Kode Singo definitely for the match. And then Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll just signed a big contract with the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, locking him in for a while. And this is a guy who is going to be the face of the franchise. He was amazing in college, or he was amazing before the draft. He was selected in the 2019 draft. I believe he he was committed to play in UCLA, okay. uh, but he fore, foregone that. He was a, another guy, kind of like Jordan Walker, who came out of high school. A lot like Riley Green and these guys yep. who were committed to bigger schools but decided to leave. But this is the guy hits left, throws left. He's a tough out. He's going to be the future face of the franchise. So for me, a top rookie is Corbin Carroll.
0: Love it. Love it. Uh, Comeback. Uh, Who do you think at the end of the day is uh, your comeback player to uh, watch here in the National League?
1: I'm really rooting for Ozzie Albies. Me too. I I really like Ozzie Albies. He has that uh, Lou Whitaker kind of feel to him. Mm -hmm. And when he's in, the team really rallies behind him. Now, I know Acuna... I, I wouldn't even say Acuna is the leader of that clubhouse. I would say it was probably Ozzy Elby's. And when he's yep. not playing, it really takes away something from that clubhouse. And last year, he barely played. 240, yeah. 247 average, eight home runs, thirty-five mm-hmm. RBIs. It's kind of a bummer. I mean, he, he he went out, I believe, with like a foot injury, and then he came back. He got injured again, yeah. and they were basically just shut his ass down. So, uh, which I think that he, he would have down the stretch, he would have really helped that team, but. For me, just short and simple, Ozzy Elbies. I think he's going to be the comeback player for this team. Steve, we are embarking on oh predictions. Boy. All right. Oh so you we and do I, so well,
0: we do so well at these, don't we? Oh,
1: <laughs> it's a hit or miss, man. Sometimes it you really and I is. fucking nail it. Yep. I think the year that Vlad should have won the MVP, I think I had yep. him at MVP, didn't yep. win it, but so totally got robbed. But you and I, we're always close. Sometimes we nail it. Sometimes we don't.
0: So you okay? It's G. <laughs> so
1: Steve I want you we're just going to rattle off so we'll go one for one we'll start with the AL East and we'll say okay. who's going to win the division
0: so okay. here we go Toronto Blue Jays
1: I got the New York Yankees winning it okay let's move to the AL Central who do you have winning the Central Steve
0: no one I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> uh, go with the Minnesota Twins uh, I think bringing back Correa is huge for them so give me the Twins
1: Okay, I got the, the Tigers. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> April Fools.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm sticking with the White Sox. Baby. oh
0: jeez. All right, you're White really going to hit your is... hat on that one. All right, no.
1: this is my last time. I promise. Okay. All right. All I have right. them set up. I have them set up for big All things, right. and I know they're probably going to let me down, but which will be an epic <laughs> failure of a rebuild. But uh, anyways, Bro, I got the White oh, Sox. That'd
0: be a total um, failure. Oh, <laughs>
1: crushing. Um, man, Steve Al Al West, yeah. who you got?
0: Seattle Mariners. Seattle Mm -hmm. Mariners. I got the Mariners too. All right, shift into the NL. Who do you have in the East? I got the Braves. Okay, I'm going with the Mets.
1: Steve believes in the investment.
0: I do. I'm believing in the investment. Yeah, it's hard to
1: beat that pitching staff.
0: You really? uh, Here's hoping. Uh, Central. Uh, Mm. Cardinals, baby. All right, I agree. Cardinals. I really don't think there's much Brewers. Maybe, but (laughs) it's (laughs) Cardinals. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Maybe. (laughs) Uh, NL West. This is the big one. A big hey.
1: one, uh, bro. I I go Dodgers. I have
0: to. Okay, all right. I'm going Diamond and ba- no, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would blow my hair back. I mean, what?
0: I'm going Padres. The investment again. I'm going with the investment. I think this is their year. Finally, they're going to overtake the Dodgers here. So, uh, bro,
1: it happened Padres. I, that's a good. Both good picks. Yep. But we know it's going to be between them two. If the yep. Giants do what they did a couple years ago, where they make this miraculous Surprise. run, yeah, but. I don't know. For, the only reason I didn't choose the Padres, I'll say real quick, is just because I've never seen a team spend so much money, <laughs> even the Yankees, and win and yeah. win uh, yep. to that extent.
0: So yeah, even the Yankees teams when they were winning it all in the '90s uh, to early 2000s, there was a lot of farm-grown talent on that, right? You know, you know even I mean, the only Dodgers. Time they re- only time they really spent big was you know, and, and won it was 2009, and then, hey, that's the last time they won a World Series. No, you're right, you know? bro.
1: And we can even but, say for the Dodgers, who won it a few yep. years ago, where. It, they got Mookie, sure, but yeah, at the same time it was, it, it was homegrown talent.
0: Walker Bueller, it was Kershaw still there. It was you know, all, yeah, a lot of you know Max Muncie and homegrown. Yep, yep. yep. And all right, so it's time we're going to the Fall uh, Classic. <laughs> What's your World Series matchup? And uh, you want to reveal your winner?
1: Yeah, Steve, uh, yeah. I I went totally fucking off the wall. Okay. I didn't overthink this. I just. I went with things that felt good and and, and te- teams that I know could be there, and I think it's mm-hmm. the Yankees versus the Cardinals. I love what the Yankees are do it did in the offseason, extending Aaron Judge and what have you. But the team is still not bad. I think no. it was smart to sign Anthony Rizzo, good locker room guy, guy can come up with big hits and clutch. Yep. They have a great fucking rotation if they can stay healthy. Yep. Uh, Severino, who used to be the ace of that staff, is now like the third or fourth guy. Yeah, I know, he's right? finding himself. <laughs> Mid to back end rotation, so yeah. that's it'll gonna be, good be interesting. for him
0: with his injury problems the last couple of years. So it'll be good for him to be more of a back of the rotation and not have to bear the brunt of the ace. So
1: I totally agree. Yeah. And, and Steve, my winner, I'm going with Cardinals. I, just, I love the way they're built. They're built cardinal strong, like I said. in My headlines, yep. and yep. I think they're. I think there are a couple pieces away, but I think they'll they'll yep. they'll get that in the trade deadline. Okay. Uh, but uh, this team, I, I think it's the Cardinals. Steve, what do okay. you got?
0: Ah, uh, me. I'm gonna go with the team that hasn't made the uh, World Series since '93. I'm going go with the Blue Jays. Wow. Uh, c- coming out of the AL, and they're going to play the Padres. Like, uh, give, give me, give me the Padres. I'm, I'm all in on this team, in the National League. I think Tatis is going to bounce back and be the Tatis he was when he was the, when the faces of baseball. Yeah. And just go with all the other pieces that they have in place: Soto, Machado. Uh, you know, Musgrove should hopefully be, uh, coming back early in the season here off his, uh, injured oh, toe. Yeah. Um, good, good pitching staff Darvish. Uh, I like, I think they got all the pieces in place. So Blue Jays Padres in the world series and my world series champs are the Padres. I to love it. There we go.
1: <laughs> I love your matchup because um, the Blue Jays were basically, uh, a rebuild in, yeah. the, in the, in the, form of a Houston Astros type rebuild. Correct. Yeah. So I love if they were in the world series and the fact that the Padres, just spent spend, a lot of money. Spend, spend. You yep. have a tale of two teams that were rebuilding different ways and then yep. facing off of the World Series. <laughs> that would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, that would be fucking sweet.
1: Um, Predictions for awards. Oh, these
0: are fun. Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> uh, Starting with the AL Cy Young. Steve, who do you think will win the AL Cy Young this year?
0: I think it's finally uh, his, his his year here with the Yankees' Garrett Cole. He's
1: going hey. to uh,
0: fi- finally take it down here. Yep, give me Cole.
1: Cole. Cole. Okay, yep. that's a good one. Um, for yep. me, I'm going to well. This this guy's new to the AL, yep. and he's going to win his third Cy Young, but with a different league, which I don't know if it's been done before. I'm sure it has, but I have to look into that. Ooh, Anyways,
0: God. that's a good look. Uh,
1: uh, Jacob DeGrom, man. Jacob DeGrom. Okay,
0: okay, I like Jacob it. DeGrom. Like it. So, uh, NL, who are you looking at? Uh, who are you looking at here in the NL for you?
1: Uh, Max Scherzer. I think Max right. is going to get another one on. I think between him and Justin Verlander, they're going to make themselves better. I think that was one thing in Detroit. They just made themselves better. Yeah, it it was, was like,
0: yeah, going for those strikeout crowns and all that. They really oh, just played off each other.
1: They really did. And I, I just love, cause they're both competitors, hardcore yep. competitors, and they're both at the tops of their game all the time. Uh, the only thing that might not this, why this might not succeed is their ages. Yep. But I think Max has a little bit of a, a little bit of an advantage cause he's a tad bit younger. But okay. I think Max is hungry enough since he's going to be the ace of that staff to take home the uh, NL Cy Young. Steve, what do you got?
0: For me, I am looking at uh, myself. I'm going to look at Spencer Strider. Fucking Rays. love this pick. Love yep, this I, pick. I think you know he, he came in the second place for rookie of the year uh, last year, 11 and five, 2.67 ERA. Uh, I think he's going to continue to build on that, and he's going to uh, going to take home the uh, the Cy Young this year. So yeah, give me give me Strider. Great pick. Thanks.
1: thanks. Moving over to the AL Rookie of the Year. Steve, who do you got?
0: AL Rookie of the Year. I'm going to go with uh, someone who I've talked about uh, like 5,000 times here, I think, on the show so far. Give me uh, Gunnar Henderson there. You love Gunnar Henderson. I love Gunnar Henderson. I'm not just saying that because I pulled his rookie card when we were uh, opening packs last week. Yeah. uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, give me Gunnar Henderson. I I think this guy is going to be sweet. Um, Yeah, Baltimore Orioles, Gunnar Henderson. How about you?
1: Uh, Masataka Yoshida. Get it. Older, a little bit older rookie murdered the game in the WBC.
0: He did. He did. Oh, man, I like it. I like it. NL Rookie of the Year. Who are you looking at?
1: Well, looking at yours, I love yours, by the way. Thanks. I can't wait to talk about him real quick. Um, yeah. But for mine, it's kind of a no-brainer. I think he's at the top of most people's Rookie of the Year uh, predictions. Yep. It's Jordan Walker with the Cardinals.
0: Love it. I yep. Like- yeah, I think that's uh, that's a solid choice for me. I'm going to go into uh, with the Dodgers. I'm going to go with Miguel Vargas. Yes, uh, you know he's you know had a little uh, little taste of the uh, the big leagues here uh, 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 last year, coming in uh, 18 games. You know, average wasn't there, but this time he's going to be. Uh, I think he's going to be in that that starting lineup, probably what first base or so. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well,
1: he'll be between so. uh, he. One thing I he love about him, lot. Steve. He yeah. could do a lot. He might be yeah. their Justin Turner, or he could be their Trey Turner.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's which they're true. gonna
1: depend on him. That's a lot of pressure, yep. especially with Gavin Lux being hurt. But mm-hmm. I yeah. I love this pick.
0: Yeah, so I'm going with Miguel Vargas. Nice. Yeah. Moving on here, are uh let's see, uh AL uh manager of the year. I'm like, who are you gonna go with for manager of the year?
1: Okay, uh American League. My pick for AL manager of the year, I went with Aaron Boone. I see what I did there. Fucking Boone. Nah. (laughs) Uh, Nice. I like Aaron Boone, but this is kind of his another year. You and I thought last year when he flamed out in the postseason that we (laughs) thought he's going to be fired. So, but he wasn't. They, I think they extended him. So for the most part, I, unless he has a total collapse, I think this is. I think the pressure's off of him a little bit. I think he's like, "Hey, sense, this team yeah. believes in me. Yeah. Cashman and Gang believe in me. I think uh, this you know, is my time."
0: contracts here. They've given me a little extra time, so uh, right.
1: Yeah. And we yeah. signed our star. We have yeah. Aaron Judge back for the long yep. haul. I think that really settles the Yankees in, and I think you're going to see the Yankees do some special things this year.
0: Okay, I like it. What do you got? Uh, my, mine is uh, welcome back to uh, managing. We go with Bruce Bochy. Bochy in, in Texas. Yeah, sure. yeah. I think he's, he's going to, you know. Take take Texas. I don't know if they're quite a wild card team. They better be with how much spending that they've done. Amen. Um, but I think Bruce is just the right uh, person to to steer the ship. So I think he's uh, AL Manager of the Year. I mean, what can't you say about Bochy? I can't surprise he's back. But Texas. Yeah, he, me too. I thought he would just ride off in the sunset with all the shit he did with the Giants. You know.
1: I thought Texas was going to be like, well, we're tired of these younger people. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I know, Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: okay. Moving over to the NL, Steve. Who do you got for your
0: NL Manager of the Year? Uh, I am going to go with a skip shoemaker there. And, uh, that's, yeah, I love it. It is a hot, it is a hot take. Probably not high on uh, people's, uh, you know, radars. If you're looking to bet, but, uh, I'd say, uh, you know, take a flyer on skip shoemaker. I think we, you talked a lot about Miami. Uh, Jeter laid the foundation there. And I think this year they take a nice big step, uh, big step forward and skip's going to be that guy to uh, lead him. And why not? His, His name is skip. (laughs) <laughs> he, he he just has manager written all over him here. So, yeah, Skip Shoemaker is my uh, NL manager of the year. Now,
1: I got to ask, is it more so because this team could be built to win because they're young, or is it because yeah. you went off the Don Mattingly bad luck? He always has it's like, he's the guy that chooses the picks, and then you choose random because he always has bad luck so did you pick him because you're like oh Mattingly's gone now so clearly they're gonna win
0: (laughs) I did it based on uh, I I didn't think about the Mattingly thing honestly I did it based on I, I like the talent that they have in place and I think they're gonna take a step forward but you know what Mattingly's gone, so this guy's <laughs> definitely going to succeed because that's what's happened every single time in Don Mattingly's career here uh, as a manager. So I mean, Skip is destined for a World Series now, <laughs> oh, baby. He totally is. He's going to be the next Dave Roberts. <laughs>
1: that's
0: too fucking funny. Um,
1: oh, man. Uh, my manager of the year is simple, Bob Melvin. Yeah, okay. Kind of a Bruce Bochy move that you did with the pick yeah. of the AL manager of the year. Bob Melvin, this is his time. This is the Padres' yeah. time. Uh, yep. If they succeed, it's going to be under his tutelage. So, yep. Bob Melvin, yep,
0: I love it, I love it. Uh, now we're moving to the the biggest, of big hardware. Your most valuable player in the American League, Mike. Who you got?
1: Well, after last night, I'm the <laughs> 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 <I'm laughs> <changing> um, it? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, I'm going to stick with this guy just because he's healthy. He's back. Okay. He he has a fun-loving mind. He's a father. Yep. He, he he I mean, the Angels made their commitment to him. Uh, Mike Trout, man, Mike Trout. I, I think in the end it's Mike Trout. He's the classic version of, of 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 what we know as Hall of Fame ball players. And every year yeah. he succeeded. I, I think he's going to get his
0: fourth MVP under his belt. Okay. So you said it before. He's our he's our Mickey Mantle. He is our Willie Mays type you know type player here. So sure, yes, I, I like it. So for me, I'm going to go with this guy. Face of uh, Tops 2023. I'm not doing it based on his acting skills because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me uh, Julio Rodriguez, uh, Rookie of the Year last year, 7th in MVP voting. Uh, he's going to continue to build on that. I think he's going to hit over 30 home runs. I think he's going to drive in over 100 uh, RBIs. I think he's going to steal over 20 bases. Uh, he's going to have a fantastic year to, uh, to lead Seattle to what we predicted would be a division championship. And he's going to take home the MVP. He's going to go from Rookie of the Year his first year to MVP his second year. That would be the, amazing. The first of many. That would be an amazing <laughs> yeah. climb. Yeah. be yeah, fucking sweet. Uh NL MVP. Who are we looking at? Well,
1: NL MVP, man. We're going with uh Ronald Acuna Jr. I think it's Get his it. time.
0: He's okay. another
1: one. He's healthy. He's he's having fun playing ball. He's him and Ozzy Albies are the leaders of Atlanta. Uh playing wise in the clubhouse. This guy is kind of the face of the franchise. So I it's his time. I mean, he's been in the league mm-hmm. for a little bit now. Uh got his wings under him. So yep. you're going to see him really break out in the zone. For me, Ronald Acuna Jr. is the NL MVP. Who do you got, Steve?
0: Uh, I'm going to go with a guy Here's another hot, t- hot take like Skip Shoemaker. I'm going Fernando Tatis Jr. Wow. I think yeah. He's going to come back. He's going to shock everybody. He's going to show his maturity and show that he is just the player that he was before he left. And uh, he's going to take home the MVP while leading the Padres to the World Series. So
1: Padres would love that because... Yeah. Just him coming back, being mature, leading him to yep. the World Series. You have Manny Machado. That would set the team up for longer than two to three oh, yeah. years.
0: I think so, too. Yep. You got that three-headed monster with Machado, Tatis, and Soto. Holy cow.
1: Jesus. And we don't even know 100% what they're going to do with Soto yet. Yeah. So this yeah. is, He's kind of been the silent one during all this. And how so. much?
0: With how much they gave up, they got to try and lock him up, right? I mean, you would <laughs> yeah. have
1: to, but you just don't – you wonder – uh, is is the owner willing to spend that kind of money yep. or is this yep, going to be a, true. the window closing? We got two, three years before we blow the whole thing up. It's hard to say.
0: Yep. Yep. You know? Yep. That's true. Yeah.
1: But just to let you guys know, we are not doing the Then and Now series this week, so
0: oh uh, no yeah, we're
1: fucking done. Next week we, we we will continue it again with uh right fielders, I believe we're on now. So Not like
0: we are under right fielders, yep. So uh if you're looking forward to that, you ain't getting it this week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, yeah, if you've listened this far, sorry, can't yeah. turn it off now. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well stay with it. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. Uh and with that, should we uh head on over to collection corner? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh Up for me this week. I'm looking at Mark Burley. He is up twenty three dollars and sixteen cents, or a two thousand two hundred and seventy point five nine percent increase. That's right to so a market value of yeah twenty four dollars and eighteen cents. So he wasn't shit before this big increase right here. Uh, up cards include his two thousand twenty two Stadium Club Red Foil Auto number 50 and his two thousand three Don Donruss Classics number fifty one. Down for me this week is Miguel Vargas, down ten dollars and fifty-eight cents or a fifty-one point zero one percent decrease to a market value of ten dollars and sixteen cents. We're mostly talking rookies here. So uh down cards includes 2023 tops Series One Rookie, number 163, and his 2020 Bowman Chrome BCP-131. Wow. Yeah, good, good, like the, good.
1: Uh, up for me is Cedric Mullins for the uh, Baltimore Orioles, up $8.48. That's an 84.46% increase. Market price right now sits around $18.52. His market's basically probably going to stay here for the foreseeable future unless he just totally fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. But uh, up that you should be looking at getting is his 2019 topped Chrome rookie card, nice. Is 22 top Series 2, which is in the 87 uh, form. The 87 throwback form in his 2019 tops five star rookie card. Uh down for me, Jesus Sanchez. Ooh. Down $3.89 as a 30.78% decrease. Market price right now sits around $8.75. Down, which you can get super cheap, are his 2018 Bowman High Tech, his 2021 Stadium Club Chrome rookie card and his 2023 Top Series 1 Golden Mirror Image Variation.
0: Should we uh, get the candles out and celebrate a birthday? Let's do it. All right. It's a, a happy birthday to White Sox legend, pitcher Mark Burley, born on March 23, 1979. Mark uh, compiled a 214 and 160 win-loss record with a 3.81 ERA and had over 1,800 strikeouts in his career. Uh, spent the majority of his career with Chicago White Sox and then finished out with the Marlins and then the Blue Jays. He was a five-time All-Star world series champ in 2005 four-time gold glove award winner pitched a perfect game on july 23rd 2009 and pitched a no-hitter on april 18th 2007 and his number 56 has been retired by the white Sox. well trivia on him is he threw 24 and two-thirds consecutive scoreless innings from may 26th to june 7th 2001 the most by a white Sox pitcher since tommy john threw uh, twenty-five scoreless innings in nineteen sixty-seven. So, happy birthday to Mark Burley!
1: Happy birthday, Mark! Well, oh, shit. Yeah. Well, Steve, this is—we have one more quiz before oh boy, today. This is it, huh? So, right. well, this, and then we
0: got next week. So, if you yeah, lose, next week, so if I lose, you still have a chance to tie, huh? Exactly. We All got right, a whole so this...
1: WBC situation going on. Oh
0: God! Okay. <laughs> uh, are you ready, Steve? I I'm ready as I'll ever be. Let's All do right. it.
1: So, you have four wins you're looking at getting number five you get this this will solidify your wins no Uh, pressure here you go uh this actually it's kind of easy but it's kind of hard at the same time
0: uh yeah Uh,
1: i i think you'll get it knowing you're pretty knowledgeable about this uh what manager holds the record for the most ejections is it a and this is all
0: time all time okay
1: is it a earl weaver B. Lou Pinella. C. Bobby Cox. Or D. Bruce Bochi. And most ejections. Ejections all time, time, huh? Okay. Okay. Weaver, Pinella, Cox, and Bochi.
0: And all right. Um, I'm going to flip a coin between Earl Weaver and Bobby Cox here, I think. I'm throwing Boach out the uh, window and Lou Pinella, though. Lou Pinella did get feisty. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, I'm just gonna say, give me Bobby Cox. Is that your final <laughs> guess? He was dead three years ago. Yes, uh, yes, that is my final answer. Well, Steve, you got it right. Yes, all right, man. All right. Yeah, I, I Cox has been kicked out of a lot of games. Yeah, 162 total ejections. Okay.
1: Ah, uh, believe it or not, Earl Weaver's fourth on that list.
0: He's fourth. Okay. And okay. right behind him is is Tony Larusa. LaRusso. Oh, I, I knew LaRusso. Jim Leland up there uh, close.
1: Jim Leland's tenth on that list. Tenth? Okay. Okay.
0: Then you got yeah. Tori and Lou Pinella's thirteenth. Okay, well, you really threw in a wild card right there with uh, yeah. with Lou Pinella, huh? What about Bruce yeah. Bochy? Uh,
1: Bochi is uh, ninth. He's ninth. Ninth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now Earl Weaver holds the most ejections by a manager in, in a season.
0: <laughs> in a season. Okay. And All his right. is at seventeen. He got kicked S- out of
1: seventeen games. Seventeen
0: games. A wild. Jeez. Wow. wow. Wasn't Bobby Cox? He was. Uh, was he won the manager's World Baseball Classic? I feel like he's one of the early ones or something like that. Yeah,
1: he was one of the first ones, I believe, yeah. who did the
0: WBC back in
1: Jesus. I would have to look back. Maybe? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been back kind of a while ago. But yeah. um yeah, yeah, Bobby yeah. Cox, man. Yeah. yeah, gotta gotta love Bobby Cox. Eighty one yeah. years old, Bobby Cox is today. Not but today, him. but I
0: mean, yeah, he's but he's eighty one years old. He's eighty one, yeah. Good for him, good for him still oh yeah. Still still around us. That's good. So that's a fucking show. We jam packed a lot into that
1: one. We did. We got through another year of our MLB season preview.
0: <laughs> Can't wait to see how these go. Ah, uh, uh, the the how did we do in October, huh? <laughs> oh man,
1: it's it's nuts. But it's always fun to look back, and I'm sure we'll yeah. give each other shit as the season goes well, yeah. on or closer yeah. to, anyways. But next week we'll be we'll start fantasy. Uh, yeah, and we, and we, we got be- our
0: draft coming up, right?
1: yep we got our draft coming up as well and it's going to be a fun couple shows coming up on <laughs> underway so yeah uh thank you guys again for listening uh be sure to like share subscribe do your thing be a friend tell a friend and in the meantime we will catch you all next week Deuces. Deuces.